What's up, party people? On this episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast, we get you set up for your week five matchups. We'll tell you who to start, who to play, who to sit, who we love, who we hate. All that and much more on this episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. All right, brain. You don't like me and I don't like you. But let's just do this and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. 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 This place is an untapped resource. I love it! With your host, Flex the Bliss. You must think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous. And Alex Marchetti. Your voice is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. For the everyday fantasy sports player. I would rather listen to Fran Drescher for eight hours. Help! Now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, Party People. Party people. What's up, party people? Welcome, 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 welcome in to another fantastic, informative, educating episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. I am your man, 50 Grand Flex Hitless here with my co-host, live and direct with much respect. Alex Marchetti, what's up, BFAs? Doggy, we missed the show this week. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you, you know what you sound like? Like a frog? No, 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 no. It's also because your name is Doggy. Like you know, no one get when you see your dog that does something bad and you accuse them of it. They're like in the corner, like yeah, like they have like the down like doggy face. Gotcha. So you just had that kind of look, like that sound on you right now, Doggy. Yeah. Well, we got a lot of. <laughs> well, we got a lot to talk about. We're gonna dive right into it. A lot. We got a lot to do. A lot to say. So we have a. Big week going on. Uh, I just want to give a quick shout out, though, uh, to my buddy Alberto. That's uh, over at Hold Up a Sec Podcast and Split Screen Cynics. Just hit me up the other day and he was telling me, listen, man, I picked up Will Disley because I listened to your podcast. Thanks a lot, man. He sounds nothing like that, but I decided to go with my Hannibal Ver- Burst type voice over there. But he was just saying, you know, just, he I wasn't sure if that was Hannibal or that, that was like some like dude from Cali that just chilling, you know. Nah, 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 nah. Alberto, Alberto's from Wichita. Thanks a lot, man. <laughs> Nah, but Han- Hannibal Burris is hilarious, though. No? Yes. Yeah, he is. He is. Okay. Are you just saying that to shut me up, or do you really agree with me? Move on. Okay. So <laughs> it's, um, it's, uh, I just want to give him a quick shout out over there. Uh, so, uh, let- shout out to Alberto. Uh, yes. Yo. Hold up a sec podcast and split screen cynics podcast as well. Uh, before we get right into it, just want to remind everybody to check out Overlay. DFS.com, great play to, great place to play uh, daily fantasy football, which is a different version of it, which is just simply go over and click which team, which person you like better to have more points. That's really it. That's all it is. Like uh, Wayne Gallman or Devontae Freeman this week? Give me Devonta Freeman. Yeah, I'll take him over. You know, even though Gallman's like involved heavily, but still, I'll take Devontae Freeman. He's getting more involved. Uh, Joe Mixon or David Johnson? David Johnson, man. He catches a lot. Yeah, yeah. David Johnson against Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, it's gonna be. He's gonna kill it. Uh, Mark Ingram or Le'Veon Bell. Give me Mark Ingram. I'll take Mark Ingram as well. Le'Veon Bell going against Philly. I think he will have more fancy points. And that's it. That's really all it is. You can make a little side bets with your buddies, and you know, just uh, that's all you, there is to it. You know, you know when you go to. FanDuel and DraftKings, you have all these sharks out there. They have like 100 lineups in each contest because they have all that money to put up for it. And, you know, just for the regular average Joe, this is a great way to play 
Simple. Just go pick who's going to have more fantasy points, and then that's it. Uh, if you finish in the top 10% of your field, you win nine times your buy-in. If you go a perfect 12-0, and 0, you will win the progressive bonus of over $25,000. They got buy-ins of all levels, and if no one hits the perfect 12-0 and 0, uh, record, uh, the progressive bonus keeps rolling and rolling over. So uh, it's like the Super Contest for DFS. Don't get shut out. Visit www.overlaydfs.com today. Play that for this weekend. Shout out to Essentia Water. Keep us hydrated. Are you hungover again today, doggy? No. No, not today. Good. Okay, good. You're good for today. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm really good, but I'm very hydrated. <laughs> so thank you, Essentia, for your overachieving H2O. <laughs> that, that, that's that's. Damn, damn decent of you, Essentia. Uh, just want to talk to you also about real quick about today before we get into all the games about the big trade that you made. Uh, first of all, you guys out there in Reddit are freaking mean. Uh, they're brutal in the streets of Reddit. It's just mean. I'm, we're not going to say all the curse words that they said. I mean, that's more rambling can talk. But j- Jesus Christ. Reddit Ave is real. What do they say? Something like that, like 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 f you and your and your and your what league? What do they call it? Mickey Mouse. League. Mickey Mouse League. Yeah, because they said like <laughs> this trade is so bad. F you and your Mickey Mouse League that somebody allowed this to happen. Like, how you dare go- you post on this Reddit? Yeah, uh, how dare you waste our time with this and make me respond? Delete your app. Stop playing fantasy football. He's <laughs> like, take take uh Brett Favre's advice, mm-hmm. and you know, just uh don't play for two weeks and then quit. <laughs> It's crazy. These guys, it's funny, but it's mean. Uh, but so the trade was, go ahead, Doggy, since it's your trade. Uh, trade. Well, shout out to John Riley. John Riley. Uh, so I I was looking to trade in Darrell Williams because I felt like I'm, if his stock is not higher is right now, it might get higher through the end of the season. But I, I offered a couple of trades for Darrell Williams or to trade Darrell Williams. And I offered uh, Darrell Williams and a third to get Miles Sanders, who I feel like is a buy low candidate. I know he's I, definitely a buy low candidate. I agree that I could agree with you. I could also agree with you that he has a potential to do better with his career. Of course, I agree yeah. with that. But I definitely a buy low candidate at the moment. And I'm not really a fan of Miles Sanders because he has uh, fumbling issues. And you know, obviously, you have seen it. You know, he fumbled two times in one game uh, two weeks ago, and in, in his collegiate career, he. You know, constantly fumble the ball. But uh, I was like, you know what? Might as well take a shot. Maybe it would, they will turn it around. The, he, the Eagles running back, there, there's not much competition there besides Jordan Howard. It, you know, and, uh, and you know, I just I just made the offer, and uh, he accepted it. Shout out to John Riley. He's, hila- he's hilarious. He cracks me up. And when I texted him, I'm like, yo, you definitely won the deal. And he says, I thought it was a trick or something. <laughs> this is fine. I thought it was a trick or something. Nah, well, you know, some people think I I won it. Obviously, the Reddit world thinks uh, it was a waste of uh, a question. And, but, uh, you know, it's that's the beauty about trade. Some people see trades no, differently, you know. So, well, go on. Sorry. Nah, so, yeah, I, I gave up a future third and uh, Darrell, Darrell Williams, right? That's yeah. his name? I forgot his name already. <laughs> For Miles Sanders. And I made another trade with Billy. That one, yeah, it's crazy. This is a crazy. Thir- a That's third crazy round. I, I, uh, I traded away Kirk Cousins for a future third. Billy's giving away future picks, man. He's, he's happy with his team now. Yeah, he, so the, th- the the third round pick that I lost, I got it back. So, in in, in a way. He, uh, remember when he traded me preseason, before the season all started, uh, he traded me Jacoby Myers in a second round pick from Neam Hines. Yeah. Well, Daniel Himes might work this week for him. Might this week, if, yeah. If, if it's a must win for him, I know he's. So two. I got now. I got six. You know, I got two second round picks though. It's pretty good. 
Yeah, you're good. I, I got two second round picks too, so I'm I'm oh, stacking yeah. up for next year's uh, draft. But I um I uh I think that John won that that deal for the simple fact that LaShawn McCoy is on a one year deal already in his thirties. True. So he might not even be on the team next year. Damian Williams also 27 years old. Got hurt already. Who knows how much he might get hurt? Who knows where he's going to end up for next year? Especially and especially when I feel like they because Darwin Thompson, I I was a big fan of. Before the season started, a lot of people were a fan of him before the season started. They were noticing him in preseason that how good he was. They were even saying that he could take the job away from Damian Williams, right? It was before LeSean McCoy was signed. So uh, Darwin Thompson was a big talk, but then Darrell Williams is the one that's popping out and showing, you know, and plus any running back behind the Andy Reid offense led by Pat Mahomes is going to do well. But I just figured that it's not, I, I don't, I'm not saying it will happen, but it's not insane. Like there's certain things you could say that are insane that are crazy. But it's not insane to think that Darrell Williams could possibly be the starting running back next year for the Chiefs. There's it, a possible. There's a possible. Yeah, chance, because of, of the course. fact that you know Damian Williams already at the you know towards the end of his career to going towards it, and Deshaun McCoy is already at, you know on the decline for everything, and he's on a one year contract. So, you know they probably see that they like Darwin Thompson, they like Darrell Williams as it is already. So then I, I strongly doubt that they're going to go with. Uh, offense in the drafts and in the offseason. They're just going to keep beefing up their offensive line and their defense, more importantly, more than anything. And they're going to be good to go, the Chiefs. So I, I just think that you gave up what could possibly be the starting running back for the Chiefs next year and a third-round pick for a by, very by-low candidate right now, Miles Sanders. Yeah, no, but, you know, I, I strongly believe that the Chiefs are going to f- draft their future running back next season. I don't understand why you would believe that when they already got two capable ones. Well, it's just Darrell Williams is an undrafted player, right? And then you got Darren Thompson, who so, was selected in the sixth round. Uh, next year's class, draft class, is really good. It's, it's going to be stacking up. Like this this past season, it, all the running backs were meh. You know, the, none, none of them were convincing, as convincing like the years before, like last the season before where you had uh, – Saquon Barkley, uh, Darius Geis, Nick Chubb. These are all beasts of running backs, you know. So you could tell that they're worldly talents. And this this year's draft, you don't see that, you know. So um, I just think that next uh, next season, you know, they are going to select them. Of course, they're not going to select their running back in the first round I just, or the second round. It might be in the third or fourth round. I just don't see any reason why they would have to get a running back at all when their offense is just so dominant as it is. There's like one of the best, most dominant, most feared offices right now. There's just I, I don't I don't know where that thought came into your mind. That's what I'm saying. I don't see where you would think that uh you know, maybe because you were trading them away and maybe that's what you want to see. It's yeah, your right to feel that. I'm not saying yeah. that Yeah, well that's the beauty about I, trades. You, you know, know, sometimes you see things and uh you know you're you're projecting something. You're 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 you're, you're and this is all projection. Happen. I know, so but I just So it just that's the way I see the cookie crumbling. And uh and we'll see. Maybe uh, I I made the, the wrong trade, but you know that that's we're gonna find out in hindsight later on. You know, but according to these mean Reddit people, you won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, let's get into this. Uh, oh, I, did, I did forget to mention about when I was when I was shouting out Alberto's podcast about so split screen cynics is a really cool one about like video games, which you know I I love and adore. So you know it's really cool talks about video games and uh, and all those. Uh, so if you're a video game lover, check them out. And then uh, the Hold Up a Sec podcast is all 
nerdy stuff. I was on that show one time talking all about Spider-Man, but they talk about everything. Spider-Man, Star Wars, uh, anything nerdy related, which is awesome. Nerdy or geek? Geeky. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Okay. You know what I mean? But it's awesome. It's awesome. It's just... Uh, like yeah, nerdy, geeky, same, you know, you know what I mean? But not like not like mathematician nerdy, you know? So I guess geeky. Yeah, I, guess I think it's more they fall more in the geek I category. Love geeky stuff. I'm a geek myself, you know? So it's like uh Yeah. They're, they're part they're, of the geek squad, right? They're definitely hundred percent. You, you say like something's wrong with me. If you're not part, you're wearing a freaking Street Fighter shirt right now telling me like something's you know. Which uh, which player you want to select? Uh which was my player? I was the Guile guy. Guile. Yeah, Guile. I, I like Guile a lot and uh, Chung Lee. Chung Lee? Yeah. Yeah. Chung Lee's cool too. <laughs> I like Kento, aka E Honda, also. So, <laughs> uh, anyhow. But yeah, so yeah, just wanted to try to, you know, since I'm shouting them out, I might as well say what their podcast is about. So, what? You want to say something? No, last night's game. Oh, okay. Well, uh, let's talk a little bit quickly about last night's game because we have a lot of other games to get through. Uh, but last night's game, I forgot to throw in Will Disney in my lineup. I'm not too mad about that. I was thinking about putting him in. I wasn't 100% about putting him in. And they did. And then, you know, I was at work. So then I ended up not putting him in. But it's okay. I still got like um, a good amount of healthy flex players to throw in. Because I have Evan Ingram as my tight end. All right. But, uh, but uh, yeah, Will Disney had a carry. He even had a carry last night. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon Cooks had his carry last night. Thank God he did. Because if not, he would have had a very poor fantasy outing. And he still had a poor fantasy outing with 6.6 .6 points. But, yeah. um, and he's being evaluated for a concussion right now. So, uh, but, you know, he has like a whole like 10 days to recover till his next game. So it, I'm not worrying about it too much right now. No, I'm not either. But, uh, yo, Russell Wilson, man, he's uh, he's really uh, a beast. We know he's lighting it up and uh, this offense is really clicking. And now that Chris Carson is, uh, you know, is, is not having those fumbling issues. Uh, you know, he cracked 100 yards against the Rams, you know, f tough front seven. And, uh, you know, he caught that touchdown, which, whew, that was a nervous, shaky uh, reception right there. He was bobbling a little bit, but he ended up. Tyler Lockett? No, 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 oh. Chris Carson. Oh, yeah, Chris Carson. Sorry, yeah. No, yeah, Chris about. Carson, uh, you know, bobbled the ball and then ended up being the winning touchdown there. But, uh, yeah, uh, you know, Russell Wilson and that offense is really clicking. You know, they have a lot of weapons there. Tyler Lockett, like you mentioned. DK Metcalf, he's... Uh, I was big on him in preseason. People yeah, said I was wrong. Uh, you know, he's... To me, you know, he... I didn't expect this type of impact from him, you know. He had a touchdown, you know, 44 yards and a couple, you know, a couple of receptions. And uh, David Moore, you know, he had a nice uh, screen pass, touchdown, and uh, no, they're, they're looking good. Even uh, Penny. Penny came back from... From his injury, and you know, he put a good amount of uh, chunk of yards up there. You know, he uh, he was productive. Uh, as far as the the Ram side, um, where you know they're they're playing, it's just like the second defense is not doing they're good. Secondary man, Marcus Peters getting beat for the deep ball a couple of times. Right? Talib, yeah, like uh, he they're just getting burnt, and you know, you know, play in, play out. But um, you know, golf had a decent showing, you know, but. Um, it's not what you expect, you know, as far as efficiency is concerned. Todd Gurley did all right. You know, like, he, at least he's giving you touchdowns. He's got two touchdowns, yeah, but the problem is you haven't seen him get even up to 19 touches, not even attempts, but just touches in the game yet. It's That's a little discouraging for what you drafted Todd Gurley to be and what you expect. I mean, he's getting the touchdowns, so he's getting you the numbers, but still. Yeah, like right now, yeah. He, but at least he's giving you that. You know, like, obviously the MVP of the Rams offense is Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup is right just now, amazing yeah. right now. He seems like 
any route that he runs, he's open, wide open, and he he catches everything that comes his way. You know, as long as golf is not uh throwing some awful golfful passes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, like this was a close game. You know, uh, obviously Greg the leg. A lot of people rely on him, and uh, he he ended up missing. You know, maybe it was the twelfth man, the Seattle Seahawks fans that uh you know made him miss. But it, it was a good game. The spread was one and a half, and. And you know Seattle covered it by half a point. Yeah, by half. Um, yeah, no, it was a, it was dumb at the end though when they decided to to pass it more. The Rams when they when they were already in field goal range, they decided to pass the ball like three different times and ended up then ended up, uh, you know, to the clock not snapping in time. Delay of game. Delay of game. That's the word yeah. I was looking for. Yeah, then they having a delay of game penalty, then passing it just to end up exactly where they were to begin with. Yeah, it's like just run it a couple of times, get a little closer, then kick it. Yeah, you let the gir- clock burn out. You yeah, girly there. Might as well just run it with. Just them, you know? yeah, I don't understand why they were throwing the ball. Like I, I, I don't know. I don't get it. I, I don't get it. I but, thought they was gonna win, and I thought that Pete Carroll called the timeout. I was like, ah, oh. he probably iced the kicker, and he did not. Imagine if he uh, iced the kicker and then made it. It would have been a different, different uh, conversation today. But yeah. So, um, you know, overall, at the end, it was a good game, but I think they deserved to lose at the Rams because of the fact that, like I said, they um, just the way they, they handled it at the end. I don't know why they didn't just run it, get a little closer to field goal range. They were already in field goal range as is. And with Greg DeLeg, I mean, don't get me wrong, Greg DeLeg should have made that last one. They he had. should have. But they, they, I think they just made it more frustrating for themselves by just passing it as the, the times they did, you know, then yeah. get a delay again. Just run it, man. The hell. All right. Uh, tomorrow, the Baltimore Ravens against the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, another divisional matchup. Uh, I met a Steelers fan once that told me that he never buys anything ever purple, even remotely close to purple because of the Baltimore Ravens. I was like, well, good thing that doesn't apply to black because that'd be pretty hard to do. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, this game, do I, I don't really, the, the thing was with games like this, I don't see too many sneaky plays. There's not one of those games where you see some sort of sneaky output. I guess if you want to look at something, I guess, called sneaky, uh, Deontay Johnson, right? The, the, the wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers. The rookie wide receiver, yes. That's the only thing. I like him more in daily. I wouldn't, I mean, excuse me, I'm not going to say I like him in daily. I wouldn't mind playing him in daily if you wanted to play him and own some shares of him. For this week, go ahead do that. I wouldn't recommend playing him in startup. Does that mean that he can't explode and do something well? Of course not. That mean, of course, it doesn't mean that. I mean, you know, he could still do well in redrafts. I just don't think I would trust him in your lineup uh, again with the bye weeks this week. Uh, who's off this week? It's the the Dolphins and the Lions. Yeah, right? the Dolphins are still going to lose. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, yeah, see that 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 chat that I think I tagged you in it this week. The pick the pick six podcast chat. You can check it out on the CBS Instagram. Good time to plug in our Instagram at BFB Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. But if you check it out, they, they do like a little trash talk thing every week, and then they told the Dolphins like uh, at least you can't lose this week. He's like, yeah, I want to bet, and they like they still lose like thirty seven to three. It's like, anyways, but um. What was encouraging last week, now it seems like a lot with James Conner and Jalen Samuels splitting the ball a lot. Granted, they got a pretty big lead, so I might, you know, you know, uh, show that more confidence in swinging the ball the way they did, right? Yeah. But I, James Conner is still the starter. James Conner is still the main guy. What was really encouraging— He's, miss, he's missing practice, though. Yeah, because that's another thing, too, that probably would have kept him out for that. But he's going to—he's going to—he's not— 
there's nothing saying that he's going to be out just because he's missing practice. They're probably just keeping him on a healthy part. You know what I mean? There's nothing saying that he's going to going to be out for this week. But if he's out, uh, I think you could start Jalen Samuels. You could start Jalen Samuels if he's out. I don't know about confidence. Baltimore Ravens still got a good run defense. But the thing is, what what's encouraging is to see James Conner being used more in the passing game. That's the that's the confidence thing about it. Is seeing him being used more in the passing game. Yeah, you know. No, no, James Conner. Yeah, he, he's been used, which I thought he was going to lose those touches, those targets to Jalen Samuels. But uh, James Conner has gotten you know those receptions, and uh, you know he had a good game uh, last week. Obviously, it was against well on Monday. Obviously, it was against the Bengals, right? The Bengals yeah. are the Bengals. But, you know, it's still encouraging to see. Uh, Marquise Brown definitely coming more back to earth with only two and then four catches the week before, getting just a little bit over six fantasy points the past two game. Um, I'm sure you can find a better option than him right now at the moment. You can find a better option than him to play because he's been disappointing. He's been hurting you. It's not like he was even drafted in most leagues to begin with. He's kind of been playing more realistically as we expected him to be. Uh, does it mean he could turn it around? Absolutely. When you have Lamar Jackson at the helm, you could easily turn it around anytime. Lamar Jackson runs the ball extremely well, throws the ball. You know, he improved way more in his passing. So, um, you know, definitely playing like a franchise quarterback. Lamar Jackson, you don't even consider sitting for anything, you know. And uh, Mark Ingram, you know, he's still getting involved, even though he's the second running back compared to Lamar Jackson on his team. And uh, they still play him. He's doing really well. So he's definitely outperforming his ADP. Yes, so, um, you know, Lamar Ingram. Some- running back five. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he yeah, is. yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, those are guys you would... You Looking would, great. Those are all the guys, yeah, you would definitely want. I don't see anything really too sneaky here for it. I think nothing out of the obvious. Yeah, you start Mark Andrews. Yeah, you start Mark Andrews, even though he's uh, he's also been hurt. You know what? Since we're talking about all this hurt stuff, let's go over, like, some of the news. I guess the updates, as we're going to talk about it real quick. Uh, Jarvis Landry has been cleared from the concussion protocol and should be at practice today. Uh, Sam Donald's ruled out for this game coming up against the Eagles. So if you were uh, thinking about Jameson Crowder having a good game, no. Um, Deshaun Jackson won't play, though, either. Deshaun Jackson is considered out for the game against the Jets. Uh, The Raiders have uh, Terrell Williams as questionable. They think he's decent for the game. There might be a good chance he plays. They're not sure about it, but it might be a good chance. That's Uh, Darren Waller all day, then. Darren Walleris, yes. And uh, Tevin Coleman's been back at practice. Looks like he's going to play again. Uh, you know, also talking about like with uh, the Steelers game, Juju Smith-Schuster also has a toe problem. Vance McDonald has a shoulder problem. Uh, Delaney Walker returned back to practice for full, so he should be good to go. Oh, look, and the 49ers are going to re-sign Jordan Matthews. <laughs> look at that. Jordan Matthews. Uh, Devontae Adams looks like he's more than likely going to miss this week. Also with Jamal Williams. No surprise with Jamal Williams. Devontae Adams, it sucks, but looks like he's going to miss it this week. Uh, and Kenny Stills is day to day over there. Mark Marley Mack is not practicing, so um, he just went out to the practice field to watch. But we'll we'll, we'll see how it goes. So he's not practicing for the moment. Uh, T. Y. Hilton is back in practice, so that's a good sign about things going on for Sunday night. And the trade rumors with uh, Stefan Diggs that he wants to be traded from the wrath of Kirk Cousins. <laughs> uh, and the Patriots are going to uh, trade for him, right? For a fifth round pick? Probably. Yeah. And then uh, Saquon Barkley. What a warrior, man. Already back in practice the way he is. Like, I wouldn't rush him back in. They're probably not going to rush him back in. I think he's going to miss at least at least this week. It should be at least another two, but. Should miss. He should at least miss four weeks in total. 
I think he should at least miss three. It depends how we go. Listen, if we win this week, they might want him to get back. Yeah. Because then, we then we'll be three and two. Yeah. If we win this week. Yeah. Can you imagine if we win this week and then the Cowboys lose? <laughs> we'll be like tied uh, for division. Oh, uh, Stephen A. Smith will definitely come out with his cowboy hat and his horrible Texans uh, uh, accent. I love I love the way Stephen A. Because you know what it was. He's such a troll. But he but he said it too. But he did ask him all the time, like, why do you hate the Cowboys? He goes, I don't hate the Cowboys. I hate Cowboys Cowboy fans. fans. <laughs> yeah, I hate the Cowboy fans. He's like, I got, I got no problem with the Cowboys. It's Cowboy fans that I can't stand. <laughs> but uh, anyway, this game, Baltimore Ravens versus Steelers. Uh, Baltimore is favorite away in Pittsburgh by three and a half points. The over-under is 44 and a half. Give me the over. Give me Baltimore. Give me Baltimore here covering. And, yeah, I like the over here as well. All right, next game is Chicago Bears at Oakland Raiders. So, in this game, you're definitely going to start Mitch Trubisky. Not. Chase Chase Daniels is going to be the starting quarterback here. And he's another player that you want. Trubisky's going to miss a few weeks. Yeah, and and he's a quarterback you're not starting. You're definitely going to. I think. A good flyer, good streamer here is the Oakland Raiders uh, defense here against um, the Chicago Bears at home. Raiders look good. You saw what they did against the Colts. You know, they they stifled the Colts and, uh, you know, they beat them. Nobody expected the the Oakland Raiders to beat the Indianapolis Colts away. But anyway, here, uh, I'm not really starting any of the quarterbacks here. Uh, Josh Jacobs is a go. David Montgomery might be a good, decent flex. That's about it. But and then as far as wide receivers, I do like Allen Robinson, uh, Terrell Williams if he plays. Uh, if he doesn't play, then an interesting player that's not Darren Waller as far as wide receivers, Hunter Renfro. At least he's been seeing a, a good amount of targets, five seven targets. So he might be uh, a low flex play. Like I, I I won't expect much, but let's say you know you have you know there is a couple of buys and you're hurt on wide receivers. Maybe Hunter Renfro is a player that you could use as an option, maybe. Uh, and besides that, you know, the tight ends for the Bears, I'm not touching any of them. Darren Waller is the guy that you're going to start, and I think he's going to be the MVP for this game, the one with the most fantasy points. And, yeah, and as far as uh, the game, give me Oakland Raiders in this game. I like Oakland Raiders at home. You saw what they did against the Colts. Uh, you know, they're, the Bears are getting, I mean, the, the Raiders are getting five points against the Bears. And I'll take that. Give me the five points for the Raiders. And give me the under, 41 points. The Raiders? Is it Chicago? They're playing at Oakland. And the Bears are the, are the favorite. Yeah. They got, they got five points. Yeah. They're minus five. That's so it. the Raiders are getting plus five I probably five misunderstood points. the way you said it. Oh, oh okay, okay. I, I, so I the Raiders meant, are getting plus five points as the dogs. No, no, I, I get. I, yeah, I, I thought right. you meant the Raiders were the favorite. I was like, wait a second. I was like, <laughs> yeah, no. right, I misunderstood you. I get you. I get you. I get you. Um, yeah, and I, I, I just hope Josh Jacobs does somewhat well. I mean, his volume alone, just on based on volume alone, uh, you know, he got two catches last week. Yay. But they said they want to get him more involved in the past game. It didn't happen last week. Uh, this may be a game where it kind of could happen. Uh, you know, I think it's going to be a pretty solid game based at the offense for the, you know, it's like the offense for the Raiders is kind of better than the offense for the Bears with Mitch Trubisky especially out, even though Mitch Trubisky wasn't even that good anyways. But uh, it should be a, actually not that bad of a game to think if you think about it. Uh, I like the, the Raiders as well. And the Raiders' defense is not that bad. It's not that bad, but Colin Farrell, the, the more likely he's not going to play too, their first-round pick. 
Yeah. So meanwhile, one of their first round picks, which is their fifth, fourth overall pick that they could they took. If, if this was a home game for the Bears, I'll go f- with the Bears because of the defense. You know, they're going to be, you know, uh, feeding off their energy of their home home fans. But you're playing what an away a, game here. What a waste for that good defense with that bad offense, right? Yeah, they need. They definitely need a a, a quarterback there. They're probably going to be getting the kid from, uh, well, depends. They're probably going to get a quarterback next season. We'll see. Trubisky is looking like a bust right now. I, I, liked, uh, I like the Raiders here as well. Yeah. And give me the under. All right, sure. so uh, Arizona Cardinals at the Cincinnati Bengals. So when they play the Cincinnati Bengals, you know that David Johnson is going to have a very good game. So far, he's had a pretty solid season, David Johnson. So, so far, he's been first-round pick worthy. Uh, not doing, like, overly fantastic, but he's doing pretty well overall. So, um, you know, you go against the Bengals, you're going to get run on, I guess, you know, and uh, you're going to get killed. So, right like right now, David Johnson is at uh, ninth overall running back at the moment. So, um, so yeah, you play him. Larry Fitzgerald's going to have a good game here. Uh, I actually like Kyler Murray a lot in this game. Actually, that, that if you want to talk about sneaky plays, plays that you don't think like you know that are a little special for this week, Kyler Murray is a special play for this week. Also, for the fact that he's going to be low for daily. So daily aspects, there's like a low price person that you could get uh, that I will like a lot here. You want my flex pick of the week, like my flex worthy player of the week, and that is Tyler Eifert. Tyler Eifert is going to be my sneaky flex player, boom, player of the week. We have to start a segment like that. My name is Flex. There is a flex spot. They spell it on the ESP, on the ESPN app the same way I spell my name, FLX. So I remember, shout out to Matthew Barry. He did it probably because of you. Probably. Yeah. Shout out to Bobby Spina. I remember one time when, when, <laughs> when uh, he, you know, when you do your draft live and then you write out like, you know, quarterback, running back, running back, like you write the slots yeah. out to fill in the names. And then he wrote the flex as FLX. I was like, that's respect, Bobby. He's like, yeah, yo, you my boy, yo. He's like, <laughs> he wrote it FLX. <laughs> and he said, I was like, yo, respect. But I was like, yeah, man, I did for you, man. You're my boy. I represent. He's like, so, um, but anyhow, uh, so yeah, Tyler Eifert, listen, it's not a secret when the tight ends go against the Arizona Cardinals, the tight ends torch the Cardinals. It has happened throughout the first four games. I don't see it stopping here. Now, Tyler Eifert is the, I guess, least best. That's not the word I'm looking for. He's not as good as the other tight ends that went against um, the Cardinals, I guess with the exception of TJ Hawkinson, because TJ Hawkinson went against them in the week one and killed. Then it was, uh, you know, it was Will Disley, and it was, uh, what was the other one that went over against? Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews, yeah. Yeah, so it's not a secret that the the tight ends, they do really well against the Cardinals. So Tyler Eifert is the play for this week. Pick him up in daily. Uh, if you're in desperate need of a tight end for this week, I don't know. Maybe, you're, maybe your tight end was TJ Hawkinson, and he's on the bye this week. Maybe that's the case. I strongly doubt that Mike Gusecki from the Miami Dolphins was your tight end for your league. But yeah. Uh, if it was TJ Hawkinson, you need a filler for this week. You can't find anybody. Pick up Tyler Eifert. He is going to kill this week. And by kill, I mean probably more or less about like 15 points, 16 points. He's going to get you. Because uh, that offensive line for the Bengals is just so terrible. And Andy Dalton has no time to throw the ball. John Ross is on the IR, as you know. So Tyler Boyd is going to have a big, heavy game here. This is, this Tyler is, Boyd's back. Yeah, this is going to be back. This is going to be a game of, thank God, he didn't come back last week. I only lost by five points to Bobby, and he had Tyler Boyd. Jesus Christ. But anyway, um, so uh, this is going to be a game that's 
two decent, pretty bad teams going against each other. And you know, it's always fun to watch the bad teams go against each other to an extent. So, uh, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't, besides, you know, Playboy, don't, you know, don't play Dalton. I like, I like Murray over Dalton in this matchup. And uh, Fitzgerald's a go. David Johnson's a go. Mixon's, of course, going to be a go. It's also not a good stop defense over there in the Cardinals. Hopefully he has a better game here. He should have a pretty decent outing over here. But the fact is their offensive line is just so atrocious. Who knows? But he is involved in the passing game as well, even though Bernard is also. But Mixon gets the bulk of the carries between the two, even though it's split. Give me the Bengals here winning at home. Just one more thing. Uh, Keep an eye on... Andy Isabella, he's going to be unlocked in this game. He's going to be playing from the outside True. as a wide receiver. Christian Kirk it, being out. Yeah, with Christian Kirk. You're talking about a second-round draft pick for the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, this guy, his measurements, you know, as far as his uh, athleticism is compared to the Tyler Lockett. So you, you got to see what he is. You know, keep an eye. I'm not saying pick him up. You know, just see what he does. And, you Fair know, enough. if – if it seems like he's not going to get involved in, in this Arizona Cardinals game, you know, it seems like the Arizona Cardinals are missing one more player, like that guy on the outside that could, you know, stretch the field for them because they're not getting those points. I think they're points. missing a lot more than one more player. They're not getting those points because they are moving the chain, but they're not, you know, like that's why their kicker is one of the top kickers right now because they're not getting those, those touchdowns. So just keep an eye on Andy Isabella in this game. But all in all, I think... Who, who's going to have the, their first win for the season? I think I got to give it to Arizona Cardinals. I'm going here. with the Bengals and the over. Yeah, so the, the the Bengals are favored by three and a half points, and the over-under is 47 and a half. I do like the over on this game as well. All right, so uh, Jaguars getting Panthers. All right, so we got the Jaguars and the Panthers. Uh, Panthers. <laughs> All right, so Jacksonville Jaguars at Carolina Panthers. Pancreas. <laughs> Panthers like, are great favorite. name for a football team. Like we are the pancreas. <laughs> Nobody messes with the pancreas. No one. Panthers are favored the by the <laughs> Panthers are favored by three and a half points. The over under is forty one. Gardner Minshew is coming back to life here. The Panthers really have a good defense. You have seen how he they they done in the past, but you know I, I do like the Panthers defense in this game. Uh, Gardner Minshew, I don't I won't start him in this game. I know he's done decent. But you know this is a game that you do not start him, and you won't start you won't start Kyle Allen as well. You know, uh, as far as running backs, Fournette is a go. You saw how the monster game he had without a touchdown, unbelievable. He had over two hundred yards. He hasn't had a touchdown yet, and, and no touchdown. That's crazy. Ra- Ra- Raquel Armstead had it in that wonderful um, catch. scrambled c- catch that. Uh, that Garner Mitchell, uh, you know, escaped and then baited, threw it to him. Baited three people. He baited three people. He looked really good on that play. But uh, uh, CMC, you know, he's a beast. You got to start him. Uh, and as far as wide receivers, the only one you should trust for the Jaguars is DJ Shark. That's uh, everyone else is just going to be a crapshoot. And for the Panthers, you start DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel. And the tight ends, Greg Olson. Sean, Sean Hennessy has done pretty okay, you know. He's not bad. Like, if you want somebody not to give you a bagel, Sean Hennessy is probably a guy that, you know, will give you five points. If that's all you need from a tight end, I'll take it. You know, like, sometimes I just want some five, some five points, you know. At least that might win me the matchup. So, those are, you know, the tight ends you can start. And eh, that's about it. Just give me in this game. I do like the Panthers in this game. And uh, give me the under. 
I will also take the Panthers, and I will also take the under. I agree with you there. All right. All right. So moving on to the Giants and the Vikings Woo! here. Now, Upset alert. Listen. <laughs> such a homer. Yeah. Part You're of such it. a homer right now. You're not asking me fancy football advice. I'm telling you, they, they, could they win? Yeah. And you want to call me a homer, call me a homer for that. They could possibly win. But I'm not. that's not fantasy football-wise. I'm not saying, you know, like, that's not the fantasy football advice. I'm not saying Wayne Gallman 100% playing because he's, they're going to win. You know what I mean? Daniel Jones 100% playing because they're going to win. I'm not saying that. That's like Homer advice for fantasy football. You know what I mean? Okay. But Homer, yo, they could win. It's not impossible for them to win. The Vikings defense is good. We know that. Their defense is good. Their offense, besides Dalvin Cook, if they could find a way to stop Dalvin Cook, which they can't. If they could somehow just stop him from running so much, which they won't, and get Kirk Cousins to keep throwing the ball, then they have a shot as far as their defense goes because the defense for the Giants is what's going to keep them a lot out of their games because our offense is not that bad at all. We do not have a bad offense, you know? Golden Tate's back. So, you know, Golden Tate, Evan Ingram, Sterling Shepard, Wayne Gallman, which, you know, don't get me wrong, Wayne Gallman's not the greatest thing ever, but at all, by any stretch of the means. But uh, it's not a bad offense. He's serviceable, and look, He's look, serviceable. What he did, look what he did against the Redskins. I know the Redskins is the Redskins, but, you know. Yeah, but uh, what, what's, what's interesting here, because the, the Vikings' run defense is really good. They're allowing, they're like, they're like uh, fifth for allowing the least amount of yards per carry. But where they get a little hurt, not for nothing, they do get a hurt a bit from passing the ball. All right, they're they're in the middle of the pack with their they're ranked twelfth for you know like under twelfth or thirteenth. I'm getting count if I count it right. Anyways, but they're like you know like towards like outside the top ten as far as allowing um, passing yards for receptions to running backs. Okay, and stuff of that nature. So they could get they could get hurt a little bit from you know and Wayne Gallman's a pretty decent pass catcher, not as good as St. Quan Barkley, but he's pretty decent at it. Daniel Jones has been doing really well. He seems to be poised. He's moving the chains. He's you know he's taking the safe the safe passes. He's running the ball. He's doing well. So although he turned the ball over a couple times, he's right? a rookie. He put, Daniel, that's gonna happen. Daniel Jones played like you would expect the rookie to play, but at the same time, you know what he also did, which is really good. And this is another good thing about having Eli. He went back out. He still played with a lot of confidence. Didn't get shaken up. Like if you look at Dwayne Haskins' game last week, you know, like I mean, he looked he looked like he got he came out all fired up on all cylinders. He did throw a touchdown. He pass. was ill prepared. He was, know, and that's you got to blame the coach on that. Of like, course, he had no reps with the first team. And he had some. No, he did. He had some. Mm. He had some reps with the first teams. It was it was in the practice during the week. He had reps with the first team. He did. But the point was, yeah. but the point was, but listen, regardless, he, threw, ahead, he threw a touchdown pass to the Giants to Jabril Peppers, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> Hit him in stride. Oh my god! But the point is, is that um, is that you could see when he came back in because of like a carry delay. Like Daniel Jones is always com- you know composed, always just like focused. So, uh, don't play Daniel Jones though. I'm not recommending to play him this week. It's not a good matchup to play him for this week. I mean, even last week was a good matchup, and he still threw the interceptions and the fumble and all this and that. But definitely don't play him this week. Uh, I wouldn't look to play Golden Tate. I wouldn't mind playing Sterling Shepard. Uh, Evan Ingram is definitely a play. Wayne Gomlin's still a play here. He's going to get a bulk, a bulk of the carries. Flex. Get, He's yeah. a good flex. He's a good flex. You know, uh, Golden Tate's also probably a decent flex. I would stay away from this matchup until you know he gets a little more integrated to the offense. Until we know more about it, it's not a good matchup for him. It's not a good matchup for Sterling Shepard either. But Sterling Shepard has been getting a healthy doses of targets. He's been heavily involved in that offense. He's the clear number one wide receiver for the offense. And Sterling Shepard is not a bad wide receiver at all. He's looking good. He could end up uh, like you know top fifteen, top eighteen. Yeah, wide receiver listen, this season. I, would you rather would you rather have him on your team? Or not, not not fantasy team. Your real life team. Him or Allen Robinson? 
It's a pretty decent like level there, right? Yeah, I do. I do love some Allen Robinson. You like you would rather if you had a real football team, you'd rather have Allen Robinson, Sterling Shepard. Is that I, you know you have and I have Evan Engram, so I'll I'll go with Sterling Shepard on that one. I'm not and I said a real life football team, not fantasy. Yeah, I know, I know. That's so how are you gonna say I have Evan Engram? Well, the Giants have Evan Engram, so if you know if I'm a Giants, you know team, then uh, Allen Robinson's good, man. He's good. I think I'll, you know what, Allen Robinson. Give me well, Alan whatever. Robinson. The whole, the whole, the whole it's, point. It's tough though. That's the whole one. point is what I'm trying to make is like you could be worse. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd rather have him than Ty- Tyrell Williams. Oh no, give me, so, give me Sterling uh, Shepard. Sterling Shepard. So okay. you could do worse than Sterling Shepard as your wide receiver one. I'm not saying he's great, but you could do worse. The point is, uh, I would still play him. I'm not, but I would hold my expectations a little bit. And on the Viking side, I mean, there's Dalvin Cook's going to kill. He's going to destroy the Giants. Give us so much on the ground. He's going to just kill it here. Uh, Alex Alexander Madison is my sneaky play of this week. Uh, not this week, of this game. So uh, if, if he's your sneaky play, that means that the Vikings are going to win. I think the Vikings are going to win. All right, go ahead. I continue. think the Giants have a chance of winning. Okay. So if you if you the Giants fan is going to say the Giants are going to win. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it all day Sunday. We're going to win. We're going to win. We're going to win. I'm going to go fired up to watch the game, and I'm going to say we're going to win. The Vikings ha- are think are if you want me to speak realistically, the Vikings are going to win. But the Giants have a chance. And I'm, that's realistically speaking. I realistically believe they have a chance of winning. Gotcha. All right. Uh, all right. So that being said, with this, give me... Screw it. I'm going to oh. take the Giants anyways. What? Are you starting Diggs and Thielen? Yeah. You're Without gonna, a you're, doubt, right? You're going to start them, yeah. Without even though Janoris Jenkins, Even though Janoris Jenkins did better last week, but look he who he did better. He still gets burned, bro. He still gets burned, but, but still, look who's throwing the ball too. Kirk Cousins is not doing good this year. As much as he still gets burned, if you got somebody like Kirk Cousins throwing the ball off, it's quite possible. And remember who he got burned by. He got burned by Mike Evans. And Jameis Winston started doing better the last two weeks. Actually, if you don't know if you noticed, but last two weeks he's been quarterback number two. Yeah. Over the last two weeks. So Jameis Winston's actually been doing not better. Not for long, though. But if you look at if you no, not for long. But if you look at the games that he got burnt last one was by Mike Evans. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Mike Evans is a fantastic wide receiver, and then Jameis Winston ends up doing really good. And, you know, last week he did a lot better. And maybe he continues to do better. You know what I mean? But still, uh, you would still play them both. Yeah, you start. Yeah. yeah. Even though I say I think the Vikings are going to win, I'm taking the Giants anyways. <sighs> give me the Vikings with the five and a half points that, that they have to give. And the over-under is 44. Give me the under. I'll take the under as well. Next game is New England Patriots against the Washington Redskins. Patriots are a favorite. By 15 and a half points. And the over-under is 42 and a half. So embarrassing. Yeah, this is pretty embarrassing. Um, You're not going to start anyone from the Redskins side. Uh, let's be Unfortunately, honest. Unfortunately, yeah. And I'm not. even benching Terry McLaurin. The only player playing. that you could probably start, right, and it's a flex play, is uh, Thompson. That's it. That's the only one because they're going to be playing from catch up uh, from, so from behind. Desperate flex play. Yeah, they're going to be playing from behind, and he might give you a good amount. Like he might give you like eight receptions for like forty yards or fifty yards or so, something like that. That's a, that, that guy's like best case scenario. Yeah, and so his upside is maybe twelve points, thirteen points. You know, you're talking about a really good Patriots defense here and uh, a Redskins team that doesn't know what they're doing you know this coach is about to get canned and you know unfortunately i don't like talking about people's jobs but this guy's definitely going to be getting canned and you know terry mclaurin if he is uh, if he is a healthy um you know start 
I won't start him. I won't. He's going against really good cornerbacks. You're not going to put him out there. You cannot, especially if his quarterback is going to be Colt McCoy. No way. So with the Redskins, Christian Thompson, whatever his name is, Chris Thompson. That's the only guy you would start. And then for the Patriots side, hey, maybe Stidham, the 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 backup quarterback, might have more points than Colt McCoy here. But uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Tom Brady, star, James White, Sony Michelle. I think he's going to finally break through and have a really good, good game. And uh, as and the wide receivers here, I like Philip Dorsett, uh, Gordon, Edelman. You know, you just start them. You know, I know Gordon and, and Edelman has, hasn't been, been put in wide receiver top numbers. But, you know, you, you start him here. here you know, like you, you saw what the Redskins do allowed. And, yeah, just give me the Patriots here. I think they're going to cover it by the first half. <laughs> this game is going to be over in the first half. And uh, give me the over. Yeah, give me the the Patriots and the over. Uh, give me also a good flex play, Dougie. Who would you play here for the flex? Philip Dorsett against the Washington Redskins. Jordan Howard against the Jets. Or Damian Williams against the Colts. Uh, screw it. I'll even throw in DJ Shark. I nah, I, I think I might go with Damian Williams if he's, you know, he's been practicing full. So he's Dam- healthy. Damian Williams over Jordan Howard against the Jets. Yeah, because Jordan Howard is still, like, they're both going to be uh, splitting snaps. You know, Jordan Howard's going to be splitting snaps with Miles Sanders. And uh, Damian Williams is going to be splitting snaps with LeSean McCoy, at least. And then, you know, maybe Darrell Williams. So. I got to go with the offense. Who's going to be scoring more points? You know, like, it's it's tough. But I think... Uh, you wouldn't put Philidor set against the Redskins? It's good. It's good. But I'm looking at who's going to get the most touches, who's going to get the most targets. Like, you're still talking about Philidor set, who's going to be competing for targets with two, three other, you know, receivers. James White, Josh Gordon, Julian Edelman. At least, you know, Damian Williams in that offense... You know, if he's finally healthy, they're going to put him out and they're going to feature him. That's what I expect. And Jordan Howard, you know, it might be just an outlier of a game that he had last uh, Thursday night. So I don't know. Phil said kind of has a trend going. He got 25 points, then six. 18 points, then three. Might be a good week. You know, yeah, he he, he could give you uh, two touchdowns with like three receptions of like 60 yards or something like that. You know, Philip Dorsett is the, the burner. He, the, that's the guy that, you know, if he's wide open, you know, there's a broken play. He's the guy that they're going to throw, and, you know, he could he could burn that team, you know, the Redskins, who are really, 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 really bad. But, uh, yeah, that's interesting. You know, it's just whoever you kind of – I'll say whoever you're more inclined to see having a better game, that's who you go with. Mitch Trubisky. All right, uh, <laughs> let's go on to the Jets and the Eagles. Ugh, what a game. Uh, did, uh, why did the Eagles, Eagles have, defense? Why did yeah Eagles defense hundred percent? Why did the Eagles have to play the Jets this week? Oh my God, I don't want to win. <laughs> That's why I want the Eagles to lose. But yeah. anyhow, uh, yeah, the, I was hoping for Darnold too. The Jets, the only one you could really play, and it's not even a great matchup. The Eagles have such a good run defense here. Uh, you you really can't play any. Of the Jets, except for Le'Veon Bell. And you kind of have to play Le'Veon Bell. You don't really want to play Le'Veon Bell. Currently, right now, as a yards per carry basis, the Eagles give up the second least. twenty. I mean, 2.85 yards per carry only. That's it. 
the second least. They they haven't even given they've given up. I don't know why it's a point five. They haven't given up a, a running touchdown yet. It's yeah, it's not a good look for Le'Veon Bell. But you know, you just spent like a first rounder for him more or less. So you play Le'Veon Bell this week. Um, yeah. Also, and then with the Eagles, I mean, the, the Sean Jackson's out. Nelson Aguilar is definitely a play here. Alshon Jeffrey's definitely a play here. Zacher is definitely a play here. There's really not much talk about this game. It's 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 tough for Jeff Jets fans at the moment, and uh, I get it. But you know, Eagles are definitely going to have to be the play here. They're they're favored by 14 points, and they're at home. Jesus Christ, it's that's harsh. Yeah, that's pretty harsh. But uh, yeah, uh, give me the Eagles and give me you know what? Not for nothing, 43.5. Give me the over in this game. There's no, there's nothing sneaky here to see as far as play wise goes. Uh, there there really isn't. You got just I would just say just uh, just. Only Jets to play is Le'Veon Bell. That's it. Lev Bell? You want to start uh, Jamison Crowder? No. No, right? No, not this week. Not until Sam Darnold comes back. He hasn't gotten the love. He he actually killed in the first game with Sam Darnold. He did really good PPR-wise. You know, he's a PPR monster. 17 receptions or something like that? No, I don't think it was that much. I'll tell you right now. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, this game, uh, you're definitely going to love the Eagles here, you know, with the 14 points and uh, over under 43 and a half. Uh, I, I'll take the over and I'll take the Jets. Nope. I'll take the Eagles. I'll take the Eagles here. Yeah, you would. Yeah. All right. So next game. Moving T- on. Tampa Bay Buccaneers at New Orleans Saints. Saints are favored by three and a half points. The over under is 47. Now, this is a tough matchup for both running backs for both teams. You're talking about the best run defense on each side of the ball. And, you know, Ronald Jones, I know he was the hottest waiver pickup, but I don't think I will start him, even if, you know, you ended up retaining him in this waiver wire. He's not a guy that you start. You know, you saw what Ezekiel Elliott had, you know, trouble with the Saints. So you're going to tell me that Ronald Jones is going to have a better game than Ezekiel Elliott? Not. Not. So the only running back you definitely will start with confidence is Alvin Kamara because regardless, even if he gets stifled, he does get receptions, and, you know, they'll find a way to give him the ball. It was 14 receptions to James Crowder, by the way. Oh, was, and then he probably had like 17 or 18 targets or something like that. Some ridiculous number he had. But um, as far as quarterbacks, I'm not starting Bridgewater, no. Winston, uh Hey, it's you know I know if if we want to go with the hot hand I guess you could start Winston but I think he's gonna come back to back to life he's gonna come back to the ground back to you know the floor that way we expect of Winston probably turning the ball like three times in this game I expect this game to be very defensive you know minded approach game that's gonna be very you know gritty and uh, as far as wide receivers you definitely start in Godwin Evans without a doubt and Michael Thomas. And tight ends, you know, I'm, I got to go with O.J. Howard. <laughs> There's nothing out there. I got to start. I got to keep on playing him. Don't, you don't have to. No. Who else is out there? Tyler Eifert. Uh, yeah, this week, Tyler Eifert, yes. You know what? That's a good, uh, yeah. Tyler yes. Eifert, I think I'll start over O.J. Tyler Eifert is one of my favorite tight ends for this week. One of yeah. my favorite players of the week. So you will start Tyler Eifert over Jared Cook and O.J. Howard. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. I, I, I do agree with that, Flex. That's a good one. And uh, I would start him over Delaney Walker, too, against the Bills. Yeah. Yeah, uh, me too. So in this game, I do have the Saints bouncing back. I would even start him over Greg Olsen over against the Jaguars. 
All right. I, I do have the Saints here. Not not bouncing back. They won last game. Um, I have the Saints winning, and the Buccaneers are going to be losing this game. And I have the under. 47. I got the Saints winning. I got the under. And what I'm worried about most is Alvin Kamara here because as a point per, uh, per yard basis, the Buccaneers actually did the best run defense. What's that guy's name again? Shaq what? Sha- Shaquille Barrett. Yeah, he's a beast. Man. He's looking like the d- defensive player of the year right now. He's looking really good, man. He's uh, that that you know that front seven for the Bucks is no joke. Yeah, so Alvin Kamara is a scary. It's it's not a great matchup. I have him one league. It's not a great matchup. Uh, and, and and Bridgewater, he doesn't throw the ball deep, so that's the thing about him. Even if he gets time, it's not like the ball is going to go. Well, deep that, that helps expose, Kamara a little bit, but yeah, that, that, it's not like they're going to expose the secondary of the Buccaneers. Uh, so you know, it is a tough matchup, but I'm definitely going to be playing the Saints here. You know, uh, uh, you know their coach is really good at uh, you know, you know game planning and uh, I think you know they're gonna overcome this breaking news it just got uh Michael Gallup will return to practice again today he has a full week of practice uh and although he's limited at practice it, oh, 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 as, oh as only much he's limited at practice he's expected to play Sunday against the Packers. that's good for Dak that's good for Dak that's good for me I'm playing him in my flex uh if he plays more than likely okay uh we'll get to that one wait yeah we will uh the Falcons at the Texans this is gonna be a good game it should be a pretty good game. Uh, as we know, like I said, Devontae Freeman has been doing better, has been improving. I uh, still so see a lot of usage for him in this game. Um, you know, I don't – I it, it, even though as much as Matt Ryan throws all these interceptions, you still don't like the Texans defense because as much as he throws these interceptions, he finds ways to make up for it, Matt Ryan. He's still throwing a lot of touchdown passes. Uh, Julio Jones, you don't think about sitting. Calvin Ridley is a good play here, not like a great one. I like a lot of the players. It, it, seem, it seems like he's lost a lot of the targets to Hooper. Uh, Hooper has been fantastic. I wouldn't play Tyler Eifert over Hooper. No, no, because Hooper's been Hooper doing is good. the number two tight end right now. Yeah, no, he's killing. <laughs> Hell no, Hooper all day. But like, I think Calvin Ridley. I thought he was going to step up in this uh, season more. You know, he's obviously, been doing obviously right. he was a top. He was a top 24 wide receiver yeah, last but season. Hooper but is definitely Hooper anyway. has been getting a lot of his targets. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, play Hooper, play Jones, play Ridley. Uh, once again, this all depends on who you were thinking about playing them over. Uh, don't love Ridley here, but don't mind Ridley. So I think there's going to be a shootout. So it really is a sneaky play. I do, I do agree there. Um, I, yeah, and uh, as far as the Texans go, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins still got to play. He can't ever sit him. He's, he's going to bounce back. He's bouncing back here, man. Uh, Deshaun Watson is also still a play here. You don't sit him. The Duke Johnson, I don't look to play here. I don't look to play him any week unless it's like a bye week filler. I mean, listen, maybe this is the week where you're missing Carryon Johnson and you need that. You have that one filler that you have to plug in at the moment. So maybe Duke Johnson is that guy that you play because you're missing Carryon Johnson. Uh, I even though Carlos Hyde gets most of the touches. I still prefer Duke Johnson just for the simple fact that I think he has a better potential breakout game for the fact that he catches the passes. So Duke Johnson, I like over Carlos Hyde between the two if you're thinking about that. And, uh, yeah, another one of those games is going to be a pretty good game, but no, like, sneaky play out of it. Will Fuller. Mm. I think Will Fuller is going to have a breakout game here. I think Kaimi Fairbear is going to have a breakout game here. He, he better. Based on name alone. He better. Uh, give me the Texans in this game to cover and the win they get home. And give me the over, 48. Yeah, so over. Houston is favored by five, and the over-under is 48 and a half. Give me the over and the Texans. 
Give me, yeah, give me the Texans in this game and the over. I think this is going to be a shootout. Will Fuller is going to have a good game. He might end up being like wide receiver one, you know, like him and Hopkins. They're definitely going to be doing good. And Julio Jones is also going to have a monster game. I think all the wide receivers in this game is going to have a monster game. They're going way over with the yeah. show, are we? No, 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 we're not. How, how much we are right now? You can we're leave at, the recording. We're at 55. So oh, okay, cool. We got five minutes to go through a couple more games. <laughs> don't worry about it. I know, I know. We it's got okay. Four, four more games. Five I, more games. Yeah. All right. <laughs> ten, ten more games. Ten more games. Well, yeah, we're still in the one o'clock games. That's crazy. All right. So There's a lot of one o'clock games. The last one o'clock game is you Buffalo Bills at, 10 at in the Tennessee Titans. The Titans are favored by minus three, and the over under in this game is 38 and a half, which means that. Any of these defense uh, DSTs is good to play. Uh, I'm okay playing the Bills or the Titans in this game. Um, I actually have the Bills playing in this game in one of my matchups. Uh, as far as quarterbacks, this is a tough, uh, tough matchup. You saw what the Bills did against Brady. Brady had a you know a hard time trying to break through the Bills defense, and I don't expect Mariota to do that. You know, if anything, it's going to be a Derrick Henry show. Besides that, Corey, Corey Davis, I know he had a breakout game last week, but he's not a player that I would like to start with confidence here at, and A.J. Brown as well. But if you're going to start one of them, I think, uh, I think I'll go with A.J. Brown. I will go with A.J. Brown. He has little volume, but he has high potential of getting the touchdowns. So. It, it seems with the limited targets. I want to go with either with them. It's a bad matchup. With, it seems with the limited targets, he finds a way to break out and uh, you know score yeah, a touchdown. He's, he's, he's definitely, you know, uh, you know, for doing the most and getting the most out of the targets he's getting, you know, but yeah. still. So Derrick Henry is the guy that you start for with confidence for the Titans. And then for the Bills side, it's, it's I wouldn't tough. say with confidence. It's still a tough, tough Derrick Henry, but he's a, he's, he's no, a he's, running he's back gonna, one, you know, just, so you got to start him. Just based on volume alone, yeah. you 100% start him. I mean, it's almost the same thing like with the Josh Jacobs situation. He's been doing better than Josh Jacobs. All right, so literally, yeah, with, uh, with confidence, uh, I guess I understand where you're trying try to get at. But I, get, but, I get it, I get it. Okay. And uh, as far as for the Bills side, yeah, you're not starting Josh Allen, no. Frank Gore, you know, like he's getting the touches. Um, it's going to be tough, but um, maybe a flex play he is, you know, like a low-end flex play. That's about it. And John Brown, he's another low-end flex play. Uh, it's not much to be thrilled about. You're talking about a game that Vegas expects to just be 38 and a half, you know, about. So there's not a lot of points going to be on the board. Here, I do. You know who do I like uh, is uh, the the rookie tight end Knox, and and Walker. Like he's he's coming back. Uh, I think they they're gonna have a decent showing. Those two those two players. But uh, in this game, I like the Bills here. Give me the Bills and the under. Give me the Bills based on their defense alone. Uh, it's gonna be a tough defensive matchup for the both of them though. But I think the Bills defense is better than the Titans. Yeah, and I think the Bills offense is a little better than the Titans offense. So. Uh, give me with that. Uh, Broncos and the Chargers here. Uh, Philip Lindsay is a play, of course. Uh, Royce Freeman. They, they both of them split the ball. It's hard to predict which one is going to have the better game. It's hard. I can't predict it. I can't tell you. If you had to pick one or the other, I don't know. If, I would say Freeman. Freeman looks like the better running back of the two. At least for the time being, but you really can't call it. You can't predict it. Um, with the Chargers, I mean, uh, the biggest thing about it is Melvin Gordon coming back and Melvin Gordon 
being again the starter. He's going to be the starter. He's going to be the workhorse. I mean, they said they they, they said that they're going to use him the same way they did last year. And if that was the case, that means that Austin Eckler averaged only eight touches a game. Melvin Gordon is a M go. M go, like that? You like that? Oh, I get it, Melvin Gordon. <laughs> oh, okay, it took me a while. He's M go. So you know, if he's starting or he's even playing, you know, obviously uh, it was a trick. Last week against the Dolphins, but why would you play him against the Dolphins? <laughs> why would you even risk the injury against the Dolphins? <laughs> One rush, you know, like, like at least this is a division matchup, you know. Yeah, no, so, no, it, it's it's Melvin Gordon. You're definitely playing 100. percent Melvin Gordon is go. You're putting him in your lineups. Um, I don't expect him to have a monster game, but you know, because yeah, exactly. They're, they're, talk, he's, he's, they're playing against Broncos, who are looking like they're just gonna, you know tank the season now that, you know, they might trade Emmanuel Sanders away, you know. It, it might be Corlin Sutton. I don't know how much you could trade him for. It, well, you know, he's doing good. And, you know, what's what's the point of holding on to a good wide receiver when it, it seems like you're developed, you know, you're you're in rebuild mode, you know? Well, uh, whatever, whatever the case may be with them over there, uh, just – Melvin Gordon is definitely a play here. He's Melvin play. Gordon is definitely 100% a play. Austin Eckler is even flex-worthy, too. I think he's I, a player. It's – is it to think that Austin Eckler, I think, is going to be at least somewhat maybe 50-50 involved with the offense until uh, Gordon gets a little more comfortable with it back into it again? But Melvin Gordon is going to eventually be the workhorse again. Sorry for all the Austin Eckler owners. You know, uh, it was fun while it lasted. So my boy just traded away Austin Eckler in another league. He traded Austin Eckler, Sterling Shepard, and Jameis Winston for Royce Freeman, T.Y. Hilton, and I forget who else, but it was somebody else, and he won the trade. Well, if you forgot who else, I forget who else, but he won the trade because he had Ty. Well, Ty, he retained Ty and was, Freeman, and you like Freeman now. Yeah, I've always liked Freeman. I mean, I like I've liked Freeman, but yeah. All right, uh, I'll, I'll look it up. But anyways, but yeah. So uh, with the Broncos, uh, you know, I'm I'm not looking too much about uh, playing any, you know, mostly anybody. But you know, Sutton, he's doing all right. He's doing okay, but I wouldn't. You know, there's a lot of players I like over him. He's look. He's looking good. It depends right? who who you're playing over him. But there's a lot of players I like over Cortland Sutton. There's a lot. Mm. It's not. It's, That's it's tough. He's a good. He's a good flex play, man. There's a lot of other flex players I like way more than wow. him. I like okay. Tyler Eifert over him. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Give me the charges in this game. Uh, give me the forty-four and a half. Give me uh, the over. Since we're talking about the charges, real quick. I just want to say that Hunter Henry is back at practice. Well, he's not fully practicing, but he's walking. He's walking, so that's good. That's a good sign. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I do like the Chargers in, in this game. I don't see the Broncos winning their first oh, game. Oh, oh. What? Chris Carson. What about Chris Carson? T.Y. Hilton, Chris Carson, Royce Freeman. That's who we got for Austin Eckler, Sully Shepard, and James Winston. Oh, hell yeah. He won that trade for sure. <laughs> just it. Chris Carson alone. And with T.Y., come on. Yeah, he killed it. Killed it. That's, All right, go that's, on. Great, that's a great trade for him. Um, yeah, I don't expect the Broncos to get their first win in the season against the Chargers at, at L.A. So, yeah, give me the Chargers with the six and a half points that they, they need to cover. And the over-under is 44 and a half. Give me the under. Give me the under. The Chargers under. and the under in this game. All right, next game is the Green Bay Packers at Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys are favored by three and a half points, and the over-under is 47. Hey, so you just, you just got news by the wonderful Flex with the newsbreaker that 
Gallup is back at practice. So this is great for Dak Prescott. Uh, you know, so obviously Dak Prescott is the number four quarterback so far this season. So you're definitely going to be starting him. Aaron Rodgers, of course, you you selected him high. You got you got to start him. You know, uh, Dallas Cowboys do have a good defense. You know, but um, I you know those are two quarterbacks that you have to start without a question. Ezekiel Elliott, without a doubt. Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams seems like he's not back to practice, right? So is he back? Jamal uh, Williams. Jamal Williams, he's. Been in the field, but he's not like back to practice. So Aaron Jones is the guy you got to. No, he's going to miss this game, Jamal yeah, Williams. Yeah. So and Devontae Adams, he's missing. He's going to miss this game. Yeah. So I do like Geronimo Allison for this game. He's a good guy that you could play. He's a good guy. He's a, he's a good guy. You know, he's not just a jag. He's a good. He's a good wide receiver that you could play in your flex slot. You know, he gave. He gave. Uh, you know, the Packers. You know, well, he, he accumulated fourteen and a half points last week. Uh, he seems like you know he's gonna get an uptick on targets, so he's a guy that you could play with along with MVS. And then you know, of course, if Gallup is back, Cooper and Gallup are players that you will be playing. And Jimmy Graham, he's a sneaky tight end play here. You know, he's definitely gonna be looking. He's definitely gonna be getting red zone touches. He's gonna get the targets in the red zone. So all you need from Jimmy Graham, especially in the tight end position, is a touchdown. And that will salvage your matchup at least. Uh, Jason Wynn, you know, you could start him. You know, he's probably the, at best will give you five points, maybe sometimes eight points or ten. You could start him if you want. And I do like, I do like the Packers in this game. Maybe I'm saying that because I'm a Giants fan, <laughs> but I, I like the Packers in this game. Give me the Packers with the three and a half points that they're getting, and give me the under. I hope the Packers win. Yeah. I really hope the Packers win. They the Cowboys take the Cowboys in this game. Give me the over. The over. Nah, give me the under, actually. Under, yeah, give me the under. There you go. All right, Colts of Kansas City. Kansas City, there's not much really to talk about there. The biggest thing you talk about is who you play between me, Cole Harmon, or Demarcus Robinson. Uh, Tyreek Hill is back in practice. But he's not playing this week. Uh, I dropped me, Cole Harmon. Uh-oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know why, but okay. Miko um, Harmon, I like better in Dynasty. That's why I drafted him in my Dynasty League. But between him and Demarcus Robinson, between the two, if I was to start one, if I had to pick, it would be Demarcus Robinson. Honestly, not for nothing, I'd probably play more with Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins has been doing okay, but nowhere near as good as that first game. But I would uh, play Demarcus Robinson out of the two just because I think that he gets more of the value for that for that, for that that uh, Pat Mahomes-led offense. Uh, Damian Williams, if he's back at practice play, LaShawn McCoy has been limited at practice. Darrell Williams looks like he's going to start taking the back seat to stuff for the time being. Unless LaShawn McCoy is not a go for this Sunday, then he will. Um, he's going to be limited at practice throughout the whole season. You're talking about a veteran, somebody that's up there in age. He's he's going to be playing. And I and I saw the last last week's game. McCoy looks good. He knows. Right. He looks good. He looks good. He knows he finds the gap and he hits them hard and he, he gains good yardage, you know. So he's looking good, McCoy. I do like him. Um, if you have Marlon Mack, just keep an eye about what's going on with him and his status over there. If Marlon Mack is a play, Marlon Mack is 100% a go. Uh, if he's not, then, you know, not for nothing, then I like Neam Hines a lot this game because of a pass catcher, but also the Playing Chiefs. from behind. Yep. The Chiefs are not good at stopping the run. They get exposed on the run. That's why I'm saying they're going to beef up the defense because they get exposed on the run more than they do the pass. Because at least with the pass, you got uh, Tyron Matthew there in the secondary. 
But uh, I do like T.Y. Hilton is going to be back in there. You play T.Y. Hilton 100%. Wait. Yes, love T.Y. Hilton. Thank Hilton's you, Hilton. Um, and, yeah, it's going to be a pretty good shootout of a game. You know, like, they, Vegas has 56 and a half, so they see a pretty high-scoring game. It's actually the highest-scoring game of the week. So uh, I see a pretty good game over here. Give me the Chiefs covering. There's no sneaky plays here. Nobody that I, that I would see is going to be like a burst out, unless it's Neam Himes, uh, maybe a little bit. Even if Molly Mack does play, maybe they'll start playing from behind a little bit, the Colts, and they'll look to throw it to Neam Himes a little more. But uh, give me the Col- give me the over. If it's going to have, I'll still take the over in this game. I'll take the over in this game. Two very and- good offenses. And and I have to take the Chiefs here. Somewhat decent defenses. If they had if the Colts had Mac, if he plays, then I'll take I'll take the Colts on this game. But uh, if he's gonna miss out, give me the Chiefs winning with the over. Yeah, that's me. Especially after the Lions game run for their money last week, you know we'll never know. Uh, so last game, go ahead, doggy. Talk to us. Uh, Monday night game. Up. You got the Cleveland Browns at San Francisco 49ers. The Niners are favored by three and a half points, and the over under is forty six and a half. Uh, we saw Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb is looking really good. You're gonna start him with no question. Baker Mayfield finally has shown what he was last season. A decent quarterback. <laughs> so, uh, I guess you could ride the the wave and start him here, you know. And Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, you got to start him too. Tevin Coleman's back at practice, so Matt Breida is definitely going to take a seat back. He's still going to be splitting. I don't think he's going to be the one that's going to be suffering. It's more of the Jeff Wilsons in the world and uh, Raheem Mostert. Those are the guys that are definitely going to be not touching the ball at all. So, don't even think about starting those guys. It's going to be Matt Breida with Tevin Coleman. In the backfield. Uh, as far as wide receivers, um, give me Debo Samuel here. That's the only wide receiver I like from the, the group of uh, the Niners. They have a deep, deep wide receiver core. Uh, it's, it's very tough to select who's going to be there. Uh, just keep a watch on Dante Pettis. He finally, you know, it seems like he's back healthy. And, uh, you know, he had the winning touchdown the last game that he played for the Niners. So keep a watch out on him. If he's still out there in out in your waiver, you know, he, he might be a good guy that you should add to your to your roster, but not start yet. Yeah, I have no idea who that guy is. Dante Pettis? No idea who he is. You don't you have no idea. Okay. <laughs> That's great. This is good for the show, too. People are like, what? Okay, Odell Beckham restart. Jarvis Landry, he's back at practice, right? He's so he cleared uh concussion protocol. So he, he had a good breakout game last week. So uh it's he, a tough matchup for him though. It's tough. It's pretty it, good defense over there. They both, they're both. These are both very playable defenses. The, the, yeah, the Niners' defense have improved a lot compared Absolutely. to last season. Nick Bosa, uh, man. Yeah, Nick Bosa, man. Why? Why? <laughs> Giants. Uh, so Jarvis Landry, he did have a bounce back. So if if you're gonna start, if you're gonna start, you know uh, Mayfield, uh, you saw what he did. He he attacked with Jarvis Landry. Maybe they find a way that hey, let's get Jarvis Landry more of the ball. And not focus too much on giving it to Odell Beckham, right? And it seems like it has improved, you know, for them moving the chain. Of course, Nick Chubb was a benefactor as well. He, you know, he balled out. But you know, it seems like they're trying to involve Jar- Jarvis Landry more in this game. I mean, in in the offense. So now he's somebody that's relevant that you can start as your flex. You know, it's, it is going to be a tough matchup, but you know, he, he he had over double digits targets and receptions, so. You know, you cannot ignore that at all. And, um, yeah, so you start them with confidence. And then Seal Jones, do you, do you think it was just a fluke? Yes. 
You think it was a fluke? 100%. Yeah, I won't start fluke. Uh, no. I won't start the fluke Seal Jones here. Uh, I'd rather start Tyler Eifert. Yeah, yes, thank you. There you go. Hopefully that's, George Kittle comes back. That's how we're going to end the show. Hopefully George Kittle comes back. And that's how we're going to end the show. I got I got the Niners winning this game, and Give me the over. Give me the Niners and give me the over as well. All right, party people. Any other questions that you have about your lineups, hit us up at BFB Podcast on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, don't forget to check out the website, and don't forget to check out www.overlaydfs. I hate for W four times. I don't even know. Check out overlaydfs.com. Success of the less party people. Peace. That's it, BFBs.